0: going to listen to Living Large and Hard. Join me. Hey folks, welcome to Living Large and Hard. Today i going to talk about something that I... Probably should have put in random stupid dude shit. Might want to check that podcast out. And this is along the lines of Streetlight Shootout, a game I invented as well. This isn't really a game. Well, yeah, Streetlight Shootout was a game. This wasn't really a game. This was uh, more of a, an entertaining little sideline I came up with. And this is Kurt Wrestling. Yeah. Oh, that was a week. Yeah, I know, it's early in the morning here. Today, now, right now. Well, it's your now as well when you're listening, but my now, which is right now. For me, my now is now, and it's early in the morning. Anyway, uh, cart rustling. Now, something I've noticed, this is about shopping carts, by the way. You couldn't tell from my uh, fabulous cover art, of which I'm saving all these, and I will auction them off at some point to fund my retirement yeah right they go right in the trash when I'm done Any, well, they should go right in the trash before I take a picture of them and put them on on SoundCloud or on this podcast whichever wherever you're listening by the way thank you I am on every platform that I've ever heard of um, if you listen to one and it's not there living large and hard then damn it I'll get that there for you to make your life easier Anyway, this is about shopping carts. Now, what I've noticed since I moved to the East Coast way back when, that the shopping carts here don't spawn like they seem to in the Midwest and in the South where I lived. Because in the Midwest, in the South, you will go by streams, creeks, and runoffs, and you will see shopping carts, sometimes a cluster of them in the water. And so, what they are doing—I'm um, pretty sure I'm correct on this—is going back upstream to where they were they were hatched, and they're going up there to breed. Now, the fact that you—I don't see them in the rivers, cree- creeks, streams, and runoffs here on the east coast—is they're probably uh, they probably spawn in the ocean. That's my guess. And um, then they collect them at the, sh- at the seashore and, and bring them to the different uh, sh- your different shopping areas, different shopping centers and stores. That's just, I'm pretty sure I'm right. Anyway, this is cart rustling. And there's two types of cart rustling. There's is the one I, I came up with, which I don't think many other people have done. Intentionally, anyway, it does happen and there's the usual kind of cart rustling where someone just grabs one takes it and uh, leaves it at the corner near their house now you don't see that if the median price on a house in a neighborhood is approaching the national average of 300 some thousand you won't see a shopping cart anywhere near there now if on the other hand the average rent in an area is less than 1000 Good chance you're going to see lots of them. Uh, It all comes down to a lack of public transportation in this fine country. Because yeah, really, I don't know, the foreign cities I've been in, you never see a shopping cart anywhere outside the store. So anyway, this is cart rustling. Now, this is not the same as cart wrangling. A cart wrangler would be that person you see in the parking lot at your fine shopping establishment, who goes out and fetches the carts and brings them in. Um, A lot of these people are developmentally challenged, and God bless them for doing that job. And so anyway, let's get to it. What I came up with, and I'm really not sure how I did it, other than I'm a random stupid dude, is Taking, this is when I had my Pinto, my Pinto Pony MPG, 1976, first new car I ever bought. Cost $1,666. I know that's inflation, I don't give a fuck. People are always going about how cheap things used to be. Well, you know, there's a reason it was cheap. Um, if it got hit in the rear, it would catch on fire. That was That was, you know, that'll keep your price down, it not being safe. And then there was basic... Options that weren't—they were options. They weren't—you know—it shouldn't be an option, but it is an option. And I went to the dealership on one of the many recalls, and I said, "You know, uh, the mirror doesn't have that thing you flip. So when a car's coming up on you at night, you're not blinded and crash." And, and um, the guy said, "Yeah, that's you didn't pay for that." And I thought, "Well, <laughs> I didn't think I would have to pay for that." Um, also, when the handbrake was on. By the way, you people who like to reef on the handbrake, you know, like really set it hard. That fucking annoys me. That may be a rant. That may be an asshole um, rant at some point. I just don't get it. Just you know, set it. It's not like your car is going to get. Uh, you're not parking in San Francisco. Most of you. Some of you maybe, but I doubt it. Um, just, just set it. You know, don't just. Anyway. So anyway, I'd set the handbrake, and the parking brake, the the brake light would not come on. There was no parking brake light whatsoever. Well, there was, but it didn't light up. I could see the little red thing in the dash there. It said P on it. (laughs) It didn't say P on it. (laughs) Oh, man, wouldn't that be fun? Especially going down the highway. Trying to work that out. You know, getting up. Uh, I guess, well, the car didn't have cruise control. I was going to say, I could kneel on the seat, whip it out, and then let the dash have it. But anyway, I could see the little thing that said P on it, but it never lit up. And I said, that lights burn out. And he said, nope. You didn't pay for it. Wow. That's how, that's, you know. So there, catch on fire. Um, You couldn't piss on it while you were driving because it didn't have cruise control, because I didn't pay for it. Also, you were blinded at night when a car came up behind you and uh, you left the parking brake on. It wouldn't tell you that it was on until you started rolling forward and the back end would kind of cock up. Unless you set it really hard like a macho man. All right. What the fuck? Why did I digress? Oh, yeah. So anyway, me and my Pinto pony. MPG. Oh, I stole a grill for it one time. <laughs> um, I broke the grill somehow. And I would just drive around, I always had a screwdriver in the car, just to, just so I could get another grill. And I uh, saw one at a restaurant, and um, I was like, oh shit. And I parked in the back, and I went up, and I sat on a little concrete, this was at night, and I sat on a little concrete thing that keeps the car from rolling, and um, started undoing the screws. I knew right where they were, and I didn't need to, you know, the screws could fall out. I didn't give a fuck because I, I just wanted the grill and I didn't need the screws anyway. So I'm doing that and I start pulling on the grill and they did not have their parking brake set. So the fucking car starts rolling over the top <laughs> very slowly but with a lot of mass and I was sitting. So that that almost became very interesting to get pinned under a car in a parking lot while you're stealing the grill. But anyway, mission, mission accomplished. I did end up getting the grill off that thing once I realized that... Uh, I had to brace it uh, so I could accomplish my thievery. All right. Let's get back again to what I was doing. So what I would do is take my Pinto and uh, this is when I... uh, Fuck, I was always up all night until recently. I just... uh, Mad insomniac. Um, Very manic. Back in the day, especially. So go to the local uh strip mall ancient strip mall it was always there i was born in the late 50s and it may have been built around them but i think i just it was always there so it was probably built before that maybe early 50s anyway go out there and there'd be various carts because they did not have cart wrangler that was um, effective there'd be carts scattered throughout the parking lot and one night i decided um just to mosey on up to one and get it on the bumper and take off and see what happened. I'll tell you what happened. It was fucking fun. <laughs> Would You You get it going. And um, after a while, I got pretty good at that, where I could control it. They, they kind of shimmy on the bumper while they're going. Uh... And I got to where I could not freak out, but keep it there for a pretty long amount of time. And then hit the brake. And some of them fuckers would just, like, sail off across the parking lot, under one streetlight, out in the dark, under another streetlight, keep going. Uh, Other ones had cartwheel troubles. Now, that doesn't mean that they couldn't flip over, because they'd flip over very easily, unfortunately, like when I was pushing them. Well, you know that wobble that one wheel has on a, on a shopping cart? Yeah, if you get one of those, and it was pretty evident pretty fast that that was a very unstable unit. So you get going, and that thing start wobbling, and um, I cut that one loose pretty fast. So I became quite the connoisseur of doing it, and I would always, I'd get a a bunch of dudes in the car, at least two or three, because it was so much fun. I had to share it. I'm not going to have all this fun by myself. I am a sharing person. Why? Because I am full of fucking love. God damn it. So I got to the point where, like I said, I was really, I was, I was getting good at it. Um, I told you about the high-speed ones. And I could also do multis. You know, if two were already stuck together, I get that. Those are very challenging. You had a lot of mass, so if you could get it going, you quickly accelerate. Like I said, I had to touch, and you get them, you get two of them going, and they stabilize themselves more. You got eight wheels, you got more mass, and get that shit going. That was fun. Uh, I never, I only took them from their native environment. I never went out and intentionally stuck a couple together. And um, what I uh, really enjoy doing, and this is when I had the craft mastered, was I would get one going, and I would hit one of those concrete parking divider thingamabobs, you know, like four inches off the ground, and send that motherfucker flying. And they would launch, land, and uh, usually sparks would fly. Now, to get the right combination, if, if, if they were unstable and went, they just kind of fluttered around. They really didn't tip over because I was afraid they'd tip over and then I'd drive over it and be stuck on top of a fucking shopping cart in the dead of night and have to explain that situation. Although, whoever was in the car with me, I'm sure we could work out something to get that thing off there. Um, so, yeah, those, those intentional flip crashes, they were the best. You'd get one that was stable and it was... You couldn't really steer one so if you had one that was pointed the right direction you got that thing going like 20 miles an hour hit the brake and then it would hit it and it would fucking hit that thing flip and like i said it would slide and sparks would fly up god that was um at this strip mall there was a grocery store i believe it was a kroger at this point you know what i you know what i really believe it's fucking irrelevant so i was one of those grocery stores all the carts lined up underneath the overhang at the front like 20 30 50 up, you know a million whatever the fuck's in one of those and that really caught my eye so i took the pinto and went and i had to uh, do a 25 point turn to get underneath the overhang Which was lit, by the way. So, this is, you can tell how smart I was. And he got underneath the overhang and got on the last cart in that long, long train and powered up and went and heard this horrendous fucking crash. So, um, realized it was time to leave. But, I was under the overhang in a fucking automobile, so I had to back up, do another 37 and a half point turn to get out of there. And when we drove by the front, slowed down to look, and what had happened? Instead of me being able to get this, you know, cart train ripping down the overhang and out the other side and wherever the fuck that would end up going, uh, I hit a railing. But man, it made one hell of a noise. So took off the left, went up, turned right on the main drag, heading from my town, Lansing, into East Lansing. And we were, you know, having a good chuckle over all this. And I look in the rear view mirror that I can't dim, and I see headlights, not surprising. Uh, what is surprising, the headlights go from pencil eraser size to dime size to penny size to nickel size to, dime, to quarter size. And I'm like, holy fuck, this motherfucker's after us. I assumed it was some type of, uh, I don't know, could have been a concerned citizen, could have been security from them all, I don't recall them all having security. But I knew they were after us, so I took off at high speed. Did some evasive maneuvering and could not fucking lose them. So what I did was I hooked back to head back to my hometown to maybe, to get on some turf that I knew so I could really... Get rid of this fucker, because it was obvious um, they weren't going to stop. And I I can drive very quickly. And um, in a safe manner, at least to me. And they, they were coming. They were in a big truck. So we get back. We're headed back towards the strip mall on a different main road, heading back to... Lancing from East Lansing and this truck pulls up and it's next to us and it's maneuvering in a rather threatening manner and my brother who's in the back seat uh, starts yelling he's got a gun he's got a gun uh, that got my attention so and I could tell he wasn't fucking around and so like I said then I was, I was pretty alert to the situation at that point, on top of being really alert. And I, I would look and I go, Where is it? He goes, he, he just had it again. And I went, I look and the guy's just looking at me. And then he holds up his wallet. Whatever. Uh, at this point, I'm, I'm, I say, We're going to the police station. This guy's out of his fucking mind. I don't know why he's so pissed I crashed shopping carts, but we're going to the cops. So we're on the main drag heading down towards the state capitol where the police station is. And, um, yeah, I'm running red lights. all that. I'm trying to time it because I don't want to run a red light and get clobbered. But I'm trying to time it where I'm still going pretty fucking fast and he can't cut me off and we're getting through green lights. But if it came down to the point, it was red light. Like I said, it was, you know, late at night anyway. So that was changed. But anyway, we're going and going. Getting close to the police station. And all of a sudden, hey, the police came to us. They cut us off in front with an unmarked car, another and a marked car, and then there was a couple other uh, came with their lights on. I don't recall any sirens, and the truck pulls up, and I'm like, "Thank God these guys came to our rescue." Um, not really. The guy in the truck was a was an off-duty cop. And he, had, I don't know how he got a hold of him. He must, I don't know how he did it, actually. Maybe he was undercover. It was a little blurry at this point, a little too exciting. Brains kind of sizzled. Plus, we were drunk. And um, so anyway, they get the car and they get us out. And he's all pissed off. He's yelling at me, He's, you know, I I showed you my badge. And I I said, that doesn't mean anything. I said, I can go to Woolworths. Yeah, this was back in the Stone Age. I said, I can go to Woolworths tomorrow and get a fake badge. I'm not stopping for you. I said, you look like you're out of your mind. You're, you know, you're driving in a menacing manner. And somehow it came out, I, I, don't remember exactly why. I think he yelled at me that, you know, what were you doing back there? And I said, I pushed him shopping carts and then they uh, they hit a railing. He was, oh, I heard glass breaking. And I'm like, well, you can go back and look. That's not the case. I said, I looked on the way out. They never like it when you get logical like that. Really, yeah, I find it rather infuriating actually. I had a, uh, I was, God, I'm saying uh, a lot. Uh, I don't, uh, know, uh, why, uh, I'm, uh, saying, uh, so much. But anyway, I'll try to stop. I was pulled over going into the bar with a bunch of people. And the cop said, do you know why I pulled you over? And I said, no, I do not. He said, your brake light's out. And I said, which one? And he didn't like that. So we're just getting warmed up here. He said, driver's side. And I said, I don't think so. I just replaced those bulbs. And then I I said, I'm gonna get out of the car. And we went around to the back. And then I told my girlfriend, I said, okay, push on the brake pedal. And the brake light came on and I just looked at him. He wasn't happy, but got off um the hell was I oh so anyway yeah the guys like I heard breaking glass and he's all pissed off and they I don't know, they kind of they separated him and they put my brother in one car and they put me in another and they called in to see if we were uh, fugitives from the law well we were sort of um, if we had any warrants and uh, I heard it come back on the radio that we were ten-seven, which I, I believe means all clear. And my brother was in the other car, and he turned around. I gave him the thumbs up. The cop didn't like that. So he said, all right, uh, we're going to let you go because the off-duty cop was out of control or undercover, whatever the fuck he was. He should not have been threatening us with a gun and, you know, trying to run us off the road those are things you really shouldn't do when someone breaks a window and i said well what's going to happen to him he said look your brother's really drunk we could take him in i said are you going to and he said no i said okay i guess we're done huh and that was the end of that adventure um i don't recall ever pushing a shopping cart with my car again i think that was the end of it i mean you know, good way to go out. Top of your game and all that kind of stuff. I guess that's the bottom of my game because I should have checked. I, I should have known that rail was there because I've been in that store. Anyway, thank you for listening. And from I Above the Sky Box here. I Above the Sky Box? It's the first time I fucked it up. This is the 98th one of these I've done. It's the first time I fucked it up. Will I fix it? No. From high above route 309 here at the skybox allentown pennsylvania another six months from here at the skybox and i will be in chicago at the chai box i already figured out a name clever huh skybox shy box chicago shy box or chai box let me know you want to let me know you can email me shit for brains x-i-t-f-e-r brains gmail you can go to living large and hard on Facebook or Instagram Facebook uh, Living Large and Hard exists for this podcast Instagram just because and you can also if you're listening on SoundCloud itself you can comment there which I appreciate any and all feedback but now how about we listen to some of that 309 traffic and maybe just maybe we'll hear someone Kurt rustling. bye